what's up guys welcome back to another episode of grace's space welcome back for the second time because this is the second time we're recording this because the zoom kicked us out which is awesome i love technology and i love the internet so welcome back um we're here today with at kelly's bars hello repeat guest hello grace didn't fire me yet so i'm here again we watched the um, Align I Meet together this weekend, and we got featured in both of the family Facebook groups, which is awesome. We're famous, guys. It's a two-family crossover. Yeah. We're like, we're cousins, but not cousins. Our cousins are, cous are our cousins. We're, we're cousins by association. Yes. But anyway... So today is pie day. So I've done most of the pie Pop-Tarts already, but there's one left. So we're finishing off the pies, the pie flavored Pop-Tarts today. We've got lemon cream pie. It's yellow and it's brown and it's yellow That's and brown. I don't know. So this Pop-Tart, it looks like, so our typical crust, nothing, nothing new, nothing different about that. Looks like we have kind of a lemon curd type of filling. And then the frosting is yellow and there are brown sprinkles on it. And this is where I start to have problems because first of all, brown sprinkles, why? What about brown sprinkles makes you think lemon cream pie? What about brown sprinkles is aesthetically appealing? I think this should have had white frosting with yellow sprinkles because I think that would have been fun. And I think it would give a nice like whipped cream and lemon zest vibes. Like actual lemon cream pie. Exactly. So that's my first problem with this. Um, but I will say I would try this Pop-Tart. I'm not morally against it or anything. Like the yellow filling is like a normal yellow. It's not It's not a yellow that looks like it would like stain my insides. So it doesn't scare me like that. And I'm a lemon girl. I've always been a lemon girl. So lemon curd, I love lemon curd. But... If they try and go to, like, if they take out the sourness and make it sweet because they want to appeal to the more general pop population that thinks sour is scary, then it's not going to be good. The best part about a lemon is that it's sour, and I need that sourness in my lemon-flavored dessert. So that's what would, that's the determining factor on if this Pop-Tart would be good or not. Is it sour? Question mark? Or does it just taste like powdered sugar? Is it a lemon or is it lemonade? Exactly. So yeah, basically, I would try this Pop-Tart. I don't think it would be like horrible because like if you get a lemon flavored thing that's too sugary, it's just like, it doesn't taste good, but it doesn't taste awful. It's like, you're just like, whatever. So I don't think this Pop-Tart would be like outrageously bad, but it would either be like pretty good or just like, whatever, not great. I wouldn't eat this again. Um, my main problem is, again, with the aesthetics. They really could have done a better job with this. And that's probably why it was forced to get discontinued, because you look at it and you think, that's not appealing. I don't think I want to buy that. You have to make it enticing, guys. Yeah, it almost looks more like a banana cream pie. Yeah, exactly. Like, there were banana cream pie Pop-Tarts, too, which we did on Pop podcast a while ago. And it looked pretty much the same, except, like, it's literally the same sprinkles. I'm looking it up now. It's those same brown sprinkles, which I don't understand. 
but the banana cream pie one had white frosting. Make it make sense. Make it make sense, Pop-Tarts. This is why Kellogg's needs to hire me. This is why they need to sponsor me. Yeah. Honestly, probably would be cheaper than um, getting your food scientists to do something. Exactly. But anyway, so I've been hyping this up. You guys, you guys have known, you guys are waiting for this. It is pie day. So I'm going to finally recite all of the digits of pie that I know. I think it's about 80. They just, they reside permanently in my brain. They all, all 80 digits have their own little, own little lounge chair in the back of my brain. They just sit there and exist. And I'm not conscious of them, but they're back there. And I can only say them if I say it without breathing. So here we go. Don't forget to breathe. Take a nice big breath. Yeah, nice deep breath. Gotta get my oxygen, guys. 3.141592653589793238864338275102888419745829234950789238760820860820890968 That's the second time you can hear me clapping. So yeah. That's that's in my brain. Um now now you know. Now you know. But anyway, we have elite gymnastics to get to. There was quite a bit of elite news this weekend. It's fine. It's starting to pick up, I feel like. Like it's start we're starting to get in that transition season. So I'm excited because I'm an elite girly at heart. I always have been. It just hits different for me. Um first first news item is that Oleg is unbanned. His ban was shortened to two years, which means it's over now and he can compete. Yes. This is great news for the me community because I I just randomly like him. Like his gymnastics isn't like overly like memorable or special to me, but he's just such a randomista and he's just so iconic. Like he'll just be medically dead all the time. And he'll be like, no, 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 I'll rest when I'm dead. Let, I'm gonna do 20 competitions this year, guys. And then he'll like disappear for a while and you're like, oh, is he dead? And then he shows up at Worlds and gets second and you're like, Oleg, he's alive. And he's doing well, and it's crazy, and I respect it. But the real question is, was he banned for doping more than once? Because if he disappeared and came back and won, that is a little I don't sus. Think he disappeared for that long. It was just like there was a break in competitions, and like I thought he oh, was okay, and then he wasn't. But it's just always such a surprise when like he'll like he'll or like he'll have a string of competitions where he's doing bad because he's medically dead, and then suddenly he's not anymore and he's just random and i enjoy it but i'm still banned so that sucks yeah we finally yeah. Had practice this week we get to, we got to jump we got two jump days this week and i said am i allowed to go and my coach said no and i said boo thumbs down emoji but that's okay because it means i have time to podcast and time to do the same podcast twice because it didn't record the first time or it did record and then it kicked us out which is awesome i love technology guys it's okay you just miss me staring off into an awkward silence so we have the baku world cup finals over the weekend and we had some fun results so let's go over those real quick i'm not going to go into too much depth because i already did and i can't i don't i can't do it again i don't have the energy so 
High bar <laughs> Absolute flop fest, guys. Like what normally is a pommel horse happened in high bar. Literally five people fell. Everyone who meddled just didn't fall. You didn't fall, you get a medal. Congratulations. And then pommels. Pommels was a pretty good podium, pretty good competition, high scores. We had Kurbanov in first and then uh, Reese McClangan in second. And then for floor final, Marine Boyer in first, which was a great routine. She really, she she's just breaking boundaries. You know, she said, I don't need to do that much acro. I'm just going to do dance. I'm going to do it really good and win. And then we had a new hashtag Etal gym girl, Ariana Bellardelli. Haven't seen her before, but she got second. So continuing the hashtag Etal gym legacy, we support that. And beam final, hashtag Etal Gym, Georgia Via in first, hashtag Parma Gym. Yes. We have Marine Boye in second and Anna uh, Leshevska from Ukraine in third. Um, she kind of just like, I didn't really know about her before this World Cup series, but she has really nice beams. So I'm excited to keep seeing her. And then for bars, we had a win for Chinese gymnastics fans, guys. Choose who you want. 14.7 absolutely destroyed the rest of the competition with a downgraded routine guys so that was a slay we needed this win so bad guys we needed it so bad and then georgia via hashtag parma gym in second and son of Yerman in third and for vault vault podium slay we had colina in first chuso in second and yulin min in third Guys, she's alive. She still has vaults. She did the double twisting souk and full twisting Yurchenko. And she she didn't crash them, guys. We have a vaulter. That's awesome. And then the rest of the men's, I don't know why I like started with two of them and then did all the women's and went back, but that's okay. We're not gonna worry about it. So we had two Epic wins for the hashtag Kaloyals, hashtag Ulonators. Um, he won parallel bars and vault with absolutely incredible routines. His execution is just on a different level than everyone else to ever exist. Like his P bars routine, like that form was second to only ZJY, literally. Like it was gorgeous. It was art. If you haven't watched it, go watch it because like... Like, if you're not a fan of men's gym, this would make you a fan. It's it's just beautiful. So, yeah, he won those. And then for rings, the winner was Nikita Simonov of Azer. I actually don't know how to pronounce the country's name. I'm sorry. Which country? Uh, the one it was hosted. Uh... Yeah, I don't think I know how to pronounce it either. I think I do, but I don't want to do it wrong. So I'll just yeah, not. Exactly. That's my problem with this podcast. I just like read things and then I never like actually, I never listen to things. So I only read them and I just kind of make up pronunciations in my head and I know they're not right. And then I realize I need to say them and then I can't. Um, so sorry about that. But then floor final, we had... Malad Karimi in first, Ilya Kovchin in second, and Riley Luce of USA in third. So we had, there were three um, American men in this World Cup 
this was the only medal, but Kern Phillips did really well in calls and then flopped in finals, which is unfortunate. And I'm not really sure what happened to Blake's son, but hello. And then, so our other elite news is that Russian championships happened and basically Listunova won everything. Yeah. I'm a listy anti, I'm going to say it. I just, you guys know this. When someone has bad choreo that makes me cringe, I'll hate them forever. So I'm going to be a listy anti forever and you guys have to live with it. But Angelina Melnikova got second and Liana Parabinosova got third, which is crazy. And I would support it because she's an icon, except for the fact that fake a gaff was in fourth and... I'm a fake, I'm an agaf supremacist. Whether it's real or fake agaf, I'm an agaf supremacist. So it really hurt that she was fourth by less than a 10. Ooh, yeah, that, that's a little, little burn right there. But other good news, Gerasimova was fifth. She's alive, guys. She's slaying. She, I love her. I miss her. But yeah, so that was Russian Championships. And then the last of our elite news is very unfortunate news especially for the german community which you are half of anna yes yes marcel when did retire he finally has accepted the fact that he's too broken to go on and it is very sad news for the community so sad grace will you ever take the hint or now <laughs> what will you ever medically retire no i would never do that Okay, so mm -hmm. stay but, tuned for Grace to win a pole vault championship. Listen, the fact I was talking about this in the group chat the other day, like someone was like, we we're talking about the Arkansas transfers and how that was like red flag that literally like 10 people have left the team in the last like two or three years. And then someone like commented, they're like, oh, but a lot of them like had injuries before. But like a good coach knows how to manage injuries. Like, obviously, there will still be times when people have to medically retire because places like Texas Dreams and Cincinnati Gymnastics Academy do exist. But a good coach can manage injuries. The fact that me, Grace, has almost died like three times in the past year, too, has a pretty, like, relatively successful college career right now, like, relatively successful for, like, me as a person, is proof that... <laughs> With a good coach, you can manage injuries. So, yeah. I'll be back soon. He just wants to give me a full eight weeks, which is, like, a good thing because we have the time. Outdoor season doesn't start for, I think, another three or four weeks, actually. So we have time. I'm just annoying, and I'm like, let me practice right now. But because he's a good coach that manages me well, he doesn't let me do that. As you should. We need your ankles for the rest of your life. I guess. Ankles, whatever. I mean, you can always take one of mine because I don't really need them, but, you know. <laughs> anyway, so speaking of teams with lots of injuries, we had LSU meet this weekend. Haley started off the weekend with three tens in one meet. This has not happened since before I was born. 
And it wasn't even Kyla Ross who got three tens or it Trinity. Jamie Dancher in 2002 at UCLA. She was the last person to do this. So that is very crazy. Um, Wait, that was before you were born? I was born in 2002, but I think like in the 2002 season was before I was born. Okay. Well, now I'm just old. Okay. Well, I mean, some people apparently thought I was younger, so. I mean, we both look pretty young for our age. So. I know I look like six years old, but like the fact, like the, the amount of stuff that I post about my life, I feel like people would get the hint by now that I've, I've been in college for a while. Yeah, yeah. Like three years has it been? Yeah. But then again, every time I see like a gymnast, I'll be like, oh my God, she's a junior. And then I'll be like, oh my God, I'm a junior. <laughs> fair. It's fair. I'm mentally, mentally, I'm still 11 years old. So it checks out. But yeah. So Haley got three tens, um, which like historical, legendary, whatever, it was not deserved. That vault tent, she had a, she hopped. She fully. No, hopped. I saw that vault. And she had a leg separation too. Her bars 10, it wasn't giving 10 to me, in my opinion. Like, it wasn't as egregious, but it just wasn't giving 10. Her floor 10, though, that was good. But she's now the all-time 10 leader for LSU, and she's really been carrying them on her back this season. Like, I, like she really has come out as an all-around star when I feel like before she was just known for vault mostly, but she's really been all-arounding this year in slaying. I'm glad the judges can see that she's a good all-arounder, but they shouldn't be giving her tens if she takes a hop. No, exactly. But I would be surprised if she doesn't get SEC Gymnast of the Year. She's just really been, she's been going crazy. And then our other tens this week, they were actually less than normal, which like is still way too many, but it wasn't as crazy as last week, at least. So... On Saturday, Jordan uh, Jordan Childs got a 10 on bars, and it was very good. I did see that routine, not in person, but I did see it, and it was very good. She also caused some controversy when she stuck her double-twisting Yurchenko and did not get a 10. Ooh, that is controversial. See, it's annoying because when you do all this overscoring, when there are routines that are, like, actually very good – that they still like you can still take deductions for them but then they're still better than routines that do get tens because you've locked yourself into a box and you it's annoying because like yeah you can justify giving this a 995 but when other judges gave Haley a 10 for a hop and a leg separation no you can't we just have to add inflation to gymnastics scoring give it a 10.1 yeah like at this point if we don't like, if we're not going to give lower scores, then we have to add another number. But even regardless of her possibly being robbed on vault, she got a 39.9 all-around score, which is the highest all-around score posted in the nation this year. And it was crazy. That is pretty wild. So she's slaying. And then our other 10s, we had Kat Lavaster got a 10 on vault. And really, every time she gets a 10 on vault, it's deserved. Her vault is incredible. And mm -hmm. like when she sticks, 
it's like stuck stuck it's just so good and then I guess this is our last 10 Maya Lousen got a 10 on beam which is Cal's first 10 on beam which is kind of surprising because you think of them as a bars and beam team typically but they've never had a 10 on beam before wait even Kiana George didn't get a 10 on beam in fact, before Maya, no one had gotten even a 9975 on beam. Wow. Yeah, so crazy. Nikal got a 49.825 on beam, which is the second highest beam score ever in the nation. Okay, I was going to say if it was second highest for Cal, that would be that would be pretty impossible. <laughs> ever of anyone ever. Um the word has it is it was a little bit crazy uh, scoring, but that Lousen's 10 was deserved. So I wish I got to catch some of the meets this weekend, but okay, oh yeah. well. We got to see Raina Worley's full in in person. So yes, yes. All right. So we'll go over the meets now real quick. Again, we're just going to kind of do it a little bit abbreviated because this is our second time recording this. But honestly, Friday night's meets, everyone, uh, people, it was kind of just a mid-off everywhere. But we had Georgia at Michigan. Georgia almost hit 197, which good for them. Nice. Been, the last few weeks have been a little rough for them, but they're back 196.9. So that's good to see for them. Michigan, 197.825. They still, we still want Kaylin Morgan in lineups, guys. Can we please get Kaylin Morgan in more lineups? Well, she was involved in bars, which is progress, but I think she exhibition floor too. We're getting there. We're getting there. Getting there. And then LIU beat Pitt and ensured that Pitt will not qualify to their own regional, which oh, is that's, that has never happened. So sad. It's sad, but it's kind of funny. Yeah. Sorry, Pitt. We, we do appreciate your gymnastics, but... You have to set up the whole gym and you don't get to compete. That's so rough. Minnesota, though, they hit 197. So that's good for them because, again, they've, they've been one that's struggling this season. Arkansas had 196.9, but... This is where the the real controversy of the week has happened, Arkansas. So it was their senior night. And interestingly, Bailey Lovett was not honored and was not on the floor. She was in the in the stands, in the audience. And then yesterday she announced that she was leaving the team, retired. She's done now. Very interesting. And then also was liking her and other some other Arkansas transfers and her mom were liking tweets implying coaching problems. I'm not going to, I don't want to speculate too much on the podcast because it's just like a very like public thing. So I don't want to like say anything like too speculation-y. Yeah. And we also don't have a lot of information. So a lot of information, but based, we've talked about this before, based on the team's performance, it was clear that there, there, there were coaching issues there. But now it's starting to seem like it's not just like bad coaching. It is possibly like emotionally, mentally not good coaching. 
And people are bringing up things like it's especially bad for all the coaches to be like such good friends or married or engaged or whatever, because it creates an environment where if you're having problems with a coach, you can't go to any other coach about it. Yeah, that's a very good point. But yeah, there are definitely problems going on in Arkansas. And hopefully things will get fixed now that there's at least some kind of information, sort of. So there's Things are happening because of it. So hopefully there will be some changes. We'll have to see. This is gymnastics we're talking about. But at least the fact that like someone is she didn't say anything about the coaching but the fact that they were liking tweets implying things is a way of giving out information mm -hmm. when like legally it can be difficult to say things so at least it gets people talking about it it shows that there is a problem going on but yeah I don't want to say too much because we just don't know that much but mm -hmm. that's something that's happening and there is a problem but I think it's safe to say that we do support the athletes. Yes, absolutely. So then Friday night, most importantly on Friday night, Madison Kirsch got a 9-8-7-5 vault leading the team on that event. Hashtag Kirsch Nation, guys. And also for Iowa, Avery Chambers debuted her um, Yurchenko one and a half. So that is great news for Iowa because they really need Yurchenko one and a halves. And it's great news for the hashtag Chicago gym, hashtag we all live in Chicago community because she's from Chicago. So epic win all around there. Oh, yes. And then Saturday gymnastics. This is our specialty because we were there. Illinois, Kentucky and Illinois State. So this was an awesome meet to watch. I just, Raina Worley in person, just so incredible, guys. Like, my life is permanently changed after seeing her bars, her beam, her full twisting double tuck on floor. It was just such an experience. Yes, I agree. I, I was speechless. I really was. And so Illinois, I wish they could put together a full meet because they just haven't done it this year. But they were so close to doing it on Saturday. But they had a fall on bars and then Mia went over on a handstand. So they had to count that routine where she went over. But if they hadn't, they definitely would have hit 197. <laughs> Yeah, they've been so close. Like at the beginning of the season, they were so solid on bars, a little shaky on beam. Um, now they're really solid on beam and shaky on bars. So if they could just not have a fall, they could reach 197 and that would make me so happy. Yeah. Last year, they put it all together right at the end. So that's all we can hope for now. Just hope that the pacing is right. They did, however, get a record, program record on floor, which is awesome. Um, I mean, 
I would say that it was questionable. Richie was robbed. Um, other scores were just the scores were just confusing at that meet. Like things yeah. were not like ranked the way that I thought they should have been. Like Reyna had an amazing beam and got nine nine seven five, and then Magnelli went on beam, and I thought it was better. Like I was like, oh, they're, like they're gonna go ten for that because it was better than Reyna, and then she got a nine nine, and I was like, did I miss something? But then everyone agreed with me, so. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, it's sometimes hard to tell when you're watching like three different gymnasts going at once to yeah. see what's going on. But there were some routines that I definitely watched and the scores were not what I was thinking. I was just confused because it was like some people were overscored, some people were underscored, like things just weren't ranked right. And I was confused. It's like Big Ten is catching on to the overscoring, but they're just not used to it yet. Uh, I would say it's because Kentucky is an SEC team, but I don't think you can really call that in this case. And then very important with the score that Kentucky got at this meet. First of all, it's their third highest score ever and their highest road score ever, but it officially qualified them to the night session of SECs over Auburn. Kentucky Slate year incoming, guys. This is their, it's their year. It's their year, guys. And they slayed because Grace was there. Exactly, they did. And then I will also say, I didn't, um, Illinois State had a little bit of a problem on beam, but their floor, I was very impressed by their floor rotation. Yeah, same. Their choreography and music was pretty good. And their tumbling was good. Like, it was a very good rotation. I was I was very impressed. Okay, and then I also forgot to say for Cal's meet on Friday, they got they hit one ninety eight again and got a new program record again. Um, scores though questionable, but go good job, guys. Good job, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't watch it, so I have no opinion, but. I do want to see Cal do well. So I just hear oops opinions. Oof. Oops, plural. Oof is a score. Yes. So then we had what else did we have on Saturday? We already talked about UCLA, but they hit 198 again, 198275. And that puts them they're fourth in the nation now, guys. They're coming this year. Four is up for fourth in the nation. Real. I don't, I still don't know what four is up means, but. Me neither. But they, they did it for that. Good job. It's like, I still don't know what an Illini is because we technically don't have a mascot. So. I mean, it's still better than your mascot being the color blue. There's a school in our conference and their mascot is just the color blue. How do you have like a mascot suit then? Is it just like a block of blue? I don't know. I've never seen their mascot, but the, like they're just the blue. They're the blue. Like that's <laughs> Anyway, go Elmhurst Blue Jays, which is a real thing. Mm-hmm. Blue is an adjective there, not a noun question mark. <laughs> yeah. Question mark. So then we had Utah at Oregon State, which was very controversial meat. Um, but Oregon State, I I agree with their slay. They were totally overscored, but I agree with them slaying. 
got another four-way tie for the regular season title, which I just think is camp. Um, oh, yes. And they got their third highest bar score ever, guys. They, like, when they flopped on bars a couple of years ago, they said, we are taking care of this, and I respect them for that. Also, I just want to say, I liked the flower Leo. I don't know what it is, but I I always, I just love the flower Leos we've been getting. Like the UCLA flower Leo, one of my favorites. Both the Oregon State flower Leos, I like them. I don't know. Yeah, I really like the Oregon State flower Leo. And as an honorary Illini student, I enjoy the bright orange. So <laughs> I basically am an Illini student. Everything in my house is orange. My whole family is or like everything we own is orange I have two Illini sweatshirts now that's like the, that's the same amount of Elmhurst sweatshirts I have so and I got epic Illini sweatpants I got the ones that are half orange one leg is orange and one leg is blue oh and my gosh I don't even have sweatpants I only I got them because I can never find sweatpants that fit me but for some reason universities I guess just will have like extra smalls in brands that don't normally have extra smalls in their regular lines because like I got like when I was at Marquette I got a pair of sweatpants too because they had like champion sweatpants in extra small that literally don't exist in extra small in the real world <laughs> so I don't know I got them and they fit me and I was like these are so epic okay note to self get someone to buy me sweatpants for a graduation present in extra small because I'm also awesome. extra small. They're so comfortable too. And they're just awesome. 10 out of 10 purchase. Also, because my dad is obsessed, he'll just like buy anything at the spirit shop. So <laughs> it's my first time here. You have to get me stuff. Okay, That's what happens when you bleed orange and blue. Exactly. What else? Oh, yeah. So at the Utah me. Miley fell on her mouth. Oof. So guys, standing by the beam, that'll get you a 10. But sitting on the beam, that's dangerous, guys. <laughs> yeah, so she fell sitting on the beam. And one judge gave her a perfect 9.5. Okay, well, I didn't see the routine, but she had perfect form sitting. Like, I feel bad, but I have to laugh. It's funny. <laughs> like, sorry, but it's funny. <laughs> and then speaking of falls, Olivia Troutman fell on beam. Guys, the trout, she fell. That's crazy. That never happened. That, that is actually very shocking. Maybe it's because they defrosted her early this year. Or maybe it's because the freeze-thaw cycles are going crazy this year. Maybe. But yeah, that's crazy, guys. And then, so, what else happened? On Saturday, Michigan State got a 197.8, which is a very big score for them. Their bar score was also insane, but it was, like, insane because the judging was insane. They're, they've been getting some insane judging the past few weeks. Like, I I won't deny that they've had a, like, huge glow up the past two years. Like, they have been very impressive, but the scoring... Mm, the scores are like global warming. They just keep going up. Real. real. <laughs> That's so real. Uh, yeah, like, 
I should not have this many notes that say program record, program record, program record. Like they no. do getting better, but like, it's not like everyone is their best ever, ever this random week. And it's like, no getting program records. Like it's not like, this isn't the best gymnastics we've ever seen. It's good, but yeah. So Rutgers got a program record uh score what was it 196.875 so that's good for them um even though their coach has been on twitter complaining about being underscored interesting l o l l m a o see i feel like i'm not engaged in half of the twitter discourse but i do see some of it and that is something I've not seen. Yeah, she was doing it. Uh, I saw it twice in the past few weeks. Like she was just, she like even wrote a note like on the scoring sheet, the score sheets that was like, you judges, like this isn't fair, whatever, blah, blah, blah. But like they, they were like scores, like they were normal scores for the routines. Like the routines had deductions. Like it was weird. Like as a coach, you should be doing that. You should be focusing on coaching, but whatever congrats on your program record and then we do still have one more meet this week fisk has their final meet right now actually i think it's not on the schedule anymore where'd it go yeah i I just saw it earlier yeah but they are competing um I hope Morgan Price slays because I really need the vault score. My fantasy team keeps flopping. Like, come on, we have all these overscores and I don't get any? Please. The Rutgers coach shouldn't be complaining. I should be complaining. Because Romania Ho keeps beating me. (laughs) Oh, no. (laughs) I was afraid. We have a team of all the people he's traded out. I was afraid they were going to beat me this week. The team of the people that Romania Ho has rejected. Like, that's how bad it is for me. I was afraid that the Romania rejects were going to beat me, going to beat my team. If it makes you feel any better, I did one fantasy league last season, and I am pretty sure I was in last every single week. <laughs> I like and I ran- thought I had a decent team, too. I, like, randomly absolutely slayed, like, two weeks in a row, and then ever since then, I've been flopping. But, you know, it is what it is. It's fine. The only thing that really matters in gymnastics this week is that Connor McPool is ranked number one in the country on floor. Yes, but I'm just mad he didn't win the floor title by 0.05 on Sunday. That's an abomination. Yeah, he needs to get all the floor titles so he can move up on that all-time list. His name he needs is- to be above Paul Ruggery His for personal is- reasons, you know. Yeah, I don't even, I can't remember if I said this in this podcast or the other one that got deleted, but I am making Connor Army t-shirts, guys. They're going to be a real thing because I need a Connor Army t-shirt for U.S. Classics when I go. So if you guys want Connor Army t-shirts, I'll like, I can ship them to people just like at cost because I just make them with transfer paper. So like if you just pay for like the t-shirt or the sweatshirt or whatever, which is like five to 10 bucks and then the shipping, which is like five bucks, 
Everyone can be Connor Army, guys. I just don't know what to put on the back of the shirt. Like, I don't, again, I might have said this at the beginning of this podcast, but I don't remember if it was this one or the other one. It was the other one, I think. <laughs> but I have the front design. It's really cute. Um, It's it's like a little, like, silhouette of Connor, and it says hashtag Connor Army. But I don't know what to put on the back. I was thinking, like, maybe, like, a big hashtag ILL, but, like, the I is replaced with the number one because he's number one. And then, like, I could put, like, a little pattern on top of it or whatever, so it's, like, fun. And it would be orange and blue. But I don't know. If you have any other ideas, let me know. Put it. I have, I'll put it in the poll at the end of this podcast. What should I put on the back of the hashtag Connor Army t-shirt? Yes, good idea. Is there going to be a Chicago gym hoodie? Oh, I... So I do have... Um, I have already made myself a we, li- we All Live in Chicago hoodie. I made it last year. It's amazing. But I could just add hashtag Chicago gym 2024 to the logo on the front. And like that can be the I'll I'll make those I I will make anything for anyone who wants stuff because it brings me joy to make stupid hoodies and t-shirts. So if you want something, DM me. Um, I've sent stuff out before. I sent a Romania t-shirt to Romania Ho, all the way in Canada. And it's like, I also bought something from Grace, but I yeah, was the, fortunate enough to just pick it up. So yeah, the Germany. I forgot about that one. That one's slayed. Oh, yes. I still have it. Yeah. And I, I made myself a Kentucky t-shirt last year. And I was, like, tempted to wear it under my hoodie, my Illini Gymnastics hoodie. But I was like, I would sweat to death. It was really hot in that arena. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I always forget how hot it is in there. And I still wear a sweater anyway. You have to be Illini. You have to be orange. Yeah. I just like that um, jacket hoodie I got too much. Yeah. But it's like usually gymnastics meets are cold, so I wasn't expecting it to be so hot. But I'd rather be hot than cold, so it's fine. Yeah, same. I'll, I'll take it. It's been too cold here recently. Yeah, I I would like it to start warming up. It's still 30 degrees, and I'm not okay with that. We did also crash the track meet that was happening across the street, which was awesome. I think it was a club meet because, like, real track, like, had nationals this week. But that was epic. We just went in there, and we definitely went where we weren't supposed to go. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Grace does track. Yeah, I'm an athlete, so I can be in there, even, so it's fine. And then I am a student, so I can be in the building. Athlete. But anyway, that's pretty much all we have for today. Um, This better save, and if it doesn't, um, we will just cry yeah I will definitely cry I was cutting onions earlier so I was crying so oh I can't eat onions but if I did I would definitely cry because they would destroy my stomach oh man I'm so sorry <laughs> but stomach hurt is a mood it is hashtag stomach hurt hashtag girl oh that's a hashtag for this podcast hashtag stomach hurt hashtag girl <laughs> We have so many hashtags for this podcast, guys. Hashtag Connor Army, hashtag Grace Army, hashtag Kirsch Nation, hashtag Lindsey Brown, hashtag Stomach Hurt, hashtag Girl, hashtag Industry. Hashtag Chicago Gym, hashtag Parma Gym, hashtag Etel Gym. So many hashtags, guys. Just like when Kai said in the Rover, in Rover, the first line, he says, come on, hashtag me. He was talking about, he was talking about this podcast. Mm-hmm. That's what you're talking about. Everyone go stream Rover music video. 
um, stream sneakers, stream dab on the haters by Danny Gonzalez. Uh, go tweet Pop Tarts, tweet at Pop Tarts US. Please sponsor Grace's Space podcast. Also, speaking of sponsors, Anchor finally messaged me after like two months that they will give me one ad now. At least I think I have to record the ad, but at least I'll oh, have. Gosh. So everyone just stream over and over again once I get ads so that I can get enough money to buy more Pop-Tarts and make more Connor Army t-shirts. The funds will go to good, good things, guys. My brain is dead after doing this twice. I yeah, it's... I can't make words anymore. <laughs> Yeah, my blood sugar is low because I uh, didn't eat dinner yet. <laughs> oh. oh, no. This, so is my brain why, is just this is why we need Pop-Tarts to sponsor me so that I can give my my guests Pop-Tarts to keep their blood sugar. Okay. <laughs> okay. So everyone tweet Pop-Tarts, sponsor Grace, and then stream over music video. Download, subscribe, like, comment. Oh, I did vlog this weekend. I vlogged. I vlogged the Illini meet. I vlogged us getting sushi. I vlogged me saying out-of-pocket things at the sushi restaurant. I vlogged Capello's pizza night and Kai album night yesterday. That pizza was so good, guys. Hashtag stomach hurt, hashtag girl. My stomach didn't hurt after eating the pizza. Guys, I haven't had pizza in over a year, and I was able to eat it, and my stomach didn't hurt, and it doesn't hurt today, and that's so crazy, and it's incredible. I can't get over the fact that, I, that I'm able to eat pizza, and it was so good, guys. I love See, I, I feel you on that. I went through a phase where I had bad acid reflux and I couldn't eat tomatoes. So I couldn't have pizza either for over a year. That's so so I, I really feel you. It's yeah. I'm so happy for you. I'm so happy. Guys, make sure to go get Capello's pizza. Get the ravioli too. Okay, end podcast. <laughs>